Good morning and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. Well, good morning from Jerusalem. It is a beautiful rainy day here. Um, finally, we've been waiting for these rains all season. And today is Friday, the 19th of November. And on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 15th of Kislev. This week, our Torah portion, our parasha, is Vaishlach, which means He sent. And today's reading will be our sixth reading. Genesis 35:12 through 36:19. And I forgot to mention that my name is Johanna and I'm your reader for today. Before we begin our readings, we take a moment each day to bless God and to thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua, the Messiah, our Master. The land which I gave to Abraham and Yitzchak, I will give to you, and to your seed after you I will give the land. God went up from him in the place where he spoke with him. Yaakov set up a pillar in the place where he spoke with him, a pillar of stone. He poured out a drink offering on it, and poured oil on it, Yaakov called the name of the place where God spoke with him, Bethel. They traveled from Bethel. There was still some distance to come to Ephrat, and Rachel travailed. She had hard labor. When she was in hard labor, the midwife said to her, Do not be afraid, for now you will have another son. As her soul was departing, for she died, she named him Ben-Oni, but his father named him Binyamin. Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrat, also called Bethlehem. Yaakov set up a pillar on her grave. The same is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day. Israel traveled and spent and spread his tent beyond the tower of Eder. And it came to pass, while Israel lived in that land, that Reuven went and lay with Bilhah, his father's concubine, and Israel heard of it. Now the sons of Yaakov were twelve, the sons of Leah, Reuven, Yaakov's firstborn, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Issachar, and Zvulun, the sons of Rachel, Yosef, and Binyamin, the sons of Bila, Rachel's servant, Dan and Naphtali, the sons of Zilpah, Leah's servant, Gad and Asher. These are the sons of Yaakov who were born to him in Padan Aram. Yaakov came to Yitzchak his father, to Mamre, to Kiryat Arba, which is Hebron, where Avraham and Yitzchak lived as foreigners. The days of Yitzchak were 180 years. Yitzchak gave up the spirit and died, and was gathered to his people, old and full of days. Esav and Yaakov, his sons, buried him. Now this is the history of the generations of Esav, that is, Edom. Esav took his wives from the daughters of Canaan, Ada, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and Oholivama, the daughter of Anna, the daughter of Tzivon, the Hivite, 
and Bosmat, Ishmael's daughter, sister of Nevayot. Ada bore Esav Eliphaz, Bosmat bore Reuel, Oholivama bore Yeush, Yalam, and Korach. These are the sons of Esav who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Then Esav took his wives, his sons, his daughters, and all the members of his household, with his livestock, all his animals, and all his possessions, which he had gathered in the land of Canaan, and went into a land away from his brother Yaakov. For their substance was too great for them to dwell together, and the land of their travels could not bear them because of their livestock. So Esav lived in the hill country of Seir. Esav is Edom. This is the history of the generations of Esav, the father of the Edomites, in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esav's sons, Eliphaz, the son of Ada, the wife of Esav, and Reuel, the son of Bosmat, the wife of Esav. The sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Tsepho, and Gatam, and Kenaz. Timna was a concubine to Eliphaz, Esav's son, and she bore to Eliphaz Amalek. These are the descendants of Ada, Esav's wife. These are the sons of Reuel, Nahat, Tzera, Shama, and Mitza. These were the descendants of Bosmat, Esav's wife. These were the sons of Cholivama, the daughter of Anna, the daughter of Tzivon, Esav's wife. She bore to Esav Yeush, Yalam, and Korach. These are the chiefs of the sons of Esav, the sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esav, Chief Teman, Chief Omar, Chief Zepho, Chief Kenaz, Chief Korach, Chief Gatam, Chief Amalek. These are the chiefs who came of Eliphaz in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Ada. These are the sons of Reuel, Esav's son, Chief Nahat, Chief Zera, Chief Shama, Chief Mitza. These are the chiefs who came of Reuel in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Bosmat, Esav's wife. These are the sons of Aholivama, Esav's wife, Chief Yeush, Chief Yalam, Chief Korach. These are the chiefs who came of Aholivama, the daughter of Anna, Esav's wife. These are the sons of Esav, that is, Edom, and these are their chiefs. That was Genesis 35, 12 through 36, 19. Our portion today from the prophets is 1 Samuel chapters 4 and 5. The word of Shmuel came to all Israel. Now Israel went out against the Philistines to do battle, and he camped beside Evan Ezer, and the Philistines encamped in a thick. The Philistines put themselves in array against Israel. When they joined battle, Israel was defeated by the Philistines, who killed about 4,000 men of the army in the field. When the people had come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, Why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistines? Let us get the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord out of Shiloh and bring it to us, that it may come among us and save us out of the hand of our enemies. 
So the people sent to Shiloh, and they brought from there the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of Hosts, who sits above the Kuruvim, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Pinchas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. When the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout, so that the earth rang again. When the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, What does the noise of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews mean? Then they understood that the Ark of the Lord had come into the camp. The Philistines were afraid, for they said, God has come into the camp, they said. Woe to us, for there has not been such a thing before. Woe to us, who can deliver us out of the hand of these mighty gods? These are the gods that struck the Egyptians with all kinds of plagues in the wilderness. Be strong and behave like men, O you Philistines, that you may not be servants to the Hebrews as they have been to you. Strengthen yourselves like men and fight. The Philistines fought, and Israel was defeated, and each man fled to his tent. There was a very great slaughter, for thirty thousand footmen of Israel fell, and the ark of God was taken, and the two sons of Eli, Ophni and Pinchas, were slain. A man of Binyamin ran out of the army and came to Shiloh the same day with his clothes torn and with dirt on his head. When he came, behold, Eli was sitting on his seat by the road, watching, for his heart trembled for the ark of God. And when the man came into the city and told about it, all the city cried out. When Eli heard the noise of the crying, he said, What does the noise of this, this tumult mean? The man hurried and came and told Eli. Now Eli was ninety-eight years old. His eyes were set so that he could not see. The man said to Eli, I am he who came out of the, out of the army, and I fled today out of the army. And he said, how did the matter go, my son? He who brought the news answered and said, Israel has fled before the Philistines, and there has also been a great slaughter among the people. Your two sons also, Hophni and Pinchas, are dead, and God's ark has been captured. When he made mention of the ark of God, Eli fell from his seat backward by the side of the gate, and his neck broke, and he died for he was an old man and heavy. He had judged Israel forty years. His daughter-in-law, Pinchas' wife, was with child, near to giving birth. And when she heard the news that the ark of God was taken, and that her father-in-law and husband were dead, she bowed herself and gave birth, for her pains came on her. About the time of her death, the women who stood by her said to her, do not be afraid, for you have given birth to a son. But she did not answer, neither did she regard it. She named the child Ikavod, saying, The glory has departed from Israel. Because the ark of God was taken, and because of her father-in-law and her husband, she said, The glory has departed from Israel, for the ark of God has been taken. Now the Philistines had taken the ark of God, and they brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. Then the Philistines took the ark of God and brought it in the house 
into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. When the people of Ashdod arose early on the next day, behold, Dagon had fallen on his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord. They took Dagon and set him in his place again. But when they arose early on the following morning, behold, Dagon had fallen on his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord, and the head of Dagon and both the palms of his hands were cut off on the threshold. Only Dagon's torso was intact. Therefore neither the priests of Dagon nor any who come into Dagon's house step on the threshold of Dagon and Ashdod to this day. But the hand of the Lord was heavy on the people of Ashdod, and he destroyed them and struck them with tumors, even Ashdod and its borders. When the men of Ashdod saw that it was so, they said, The ark of the God of Israel shall not stay with us, for his hand is severe on us and on Dagon our God. So they sent and called together all the lords of the Philistines and said, What shall we do with the ark of the God of Israel? And they answered, Let the ark of the God of Israel be carried over to Gat. So they carried the ark of the God of Israel there. It was so that after they had carried it there, the hand of the Lord was against the city with a very great confusion. And he struck the men of the city, both small and great, so that tumors broke out on them. So they sent the ark of God to Ekron. As God's ark came to Ekron, the Ekronites cried out, saying, They have brought the ark of the God of Israel here to us, to kill us and our people. They sent, therefore, and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines, and they said, Send the ark of the God of Israel away, and let it go again to its own place, that it not kill us and our people. For there was a deadly confusion throughout all the city. The hand of God was very heavy there. The men who did not die were struck with the tumors, and the city and the cry of the city went up to heaven. That was First Samuel chapters four and five. And now our portion from the writings is Psalm forty six. For the chief musician by the sons of Korah, according to Alamot. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not be afraid though the earth changes, though the mountains are shaken into the heart of the seas, though its waters roar and are troubled, though the mountains tremble with their swelling, Selah. There is a river its streams delight the city of God, the holy dwelling place of Elion. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her at the turning of the morning. The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. He lifted his voice, and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Yaakov is our refuge, Selah. Come, Behold the works of the Lord, who brings desolation on the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. 
I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Yaakov is our refuge. Selah. That was Psalm 46. Today's portion from the Apostles is Mark 5, 1 through 20. They came to the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately a man with an unclean spirit met him out of the tombs. He lived in the tombs, and nobody could bind him any more, not even with chains, because he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been torn apart by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, and nobody had strength to tame him. Always, night and day, in the tombs and in the mountains, he was crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Yeshua from afar, he ran and bowed down to him, and crying out with a loud voice, he said, What have I to do with you, Yeshua, son of Elelion? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. For he said to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is your name? He answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he begged him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now on the mountainside there was a great herd of pigs feeding. All the demons begged him, saying, Send us into the pigs, that we may enter into them. At once Yeshua gave them permission. The unclean spirits came out and entered into the pigs, and the herd of about two thousand rushed down the steep bank into the sea, and they were drowned in the sea. Those who fed them fled and told it in the city and in the country, and the people came to see what it was that had happened. They came to Yeshua and saw him who had been possessed by demons, sitting, clothed and in his right mind, even him who had the legion, and they were afraid. Those who saw it declared to them what happened to him who was possessed by demons and about the pigs. They began to beg him to depart from their region. As he was entering into the boat, he who had been possessed by demons begged him that he might be with him. He did not allow him, but said to him, Go to your house, to your friends, and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you, and how he had mercy on you. And he went his way, and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how Yeshua had done great things for him, and everyone marveled. That was Mark 5, 1-20. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 1 Corinthians 6 today also. But it concludes our readings for Friday. However, since this is a weekend episode, I'll be reading for tomorrow in this episode as well. So tomorrow, Shabbat, will be Saturday the 20th of November and the 16th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. Our portion from the Torah will be Genesis 36, 20-43, through 43, 
And it concludes this week's parasha. These are the sons of Seir the Horite, the inhabitants of the land, Lotan, Shoval, Tzivon, Anna, Dishon, Ezer, and Dishan. These are the chiefs who came of the Horites, the children of Seir, in the land of Edom. The children of Lotan were Hori and Heman. Lotan's sister was Timna. These are the children of Shoval, Alvan, Manahat, Eval, Shifo, and Onam. These are the children of Tzivon, Aya and Anna. This is Anna who found the hot springs in the wilderness as he fed the donkeys of Tzivon his father. These are the children of Anna, Dishon and Oholivama, the daughter of Anna. These are the children of Dishon, Hemdan, Eshban, Itran, and Chiran. These are the children of Ezer, Bilhan, Tzavan, and Akan. These are the children of Dishan, Uz, and Aran. These are the chiefs who came of the Horites, Chief Lotan, Chief Shoval, Chief Tzivon, Chief Anna, Chief Dishon, Chief Ezer, and Chief Dishan. These are the chiefs who came of the Horites according to their chiefs in the land of Seir. These are the kings who reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the sons of Israel. Bela, the son of Beor, reigned in Edom. The name of his city was Dinhava. Bela died, and Yovav, the son of Zerah of Bozrah, reigned in his place. Yovav died, and Husham of the land of the Temanites reigned in his place. Husham died, and Hadad, the son of Bedad, who struck Midian in the field of Moab, reigned in his place. The name of his city was Avit. Hadad died, and Samla of Masreka reigned in his place. Samla died, and Shaul of Chovot by the river reigned in his place. Shaul died, and Baal Hanan, the son of Achbor, reigned in his place. And Baal Hanan, the son of Achbor, died, and Hadal reigned in his place. The name of his city was Pau. His wife's name was Mehetavel, the daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mezahav. These are the names of the chiefs who came from Esav according to their families, after their places, and by their names. Chief Timna, Chief Alva, Chief Yehet, Yetet, Chief Oholivama, Chief Ela, Chief Pinon, Chief Kenaz, Chief Teman, Chief Mivsar, Chief Magdiel, and Chief Iram. These are the chiefs of Edom according to their habitations in the land of their possession. This is Esav, the father of the Edomites. This is, was Genesis thirty six twenty through forty three, and our haftarah portion for this Shabbat is Ovadia Obadiah chapter one. The vision of Ovadia. This is what the Lord, the Lord says about Edom. We have heard tidings from the Lord, and an ambassador is sent among the nations, saying. Arise, let us rise up against her in battle. 
Behold, I have made you small among the nations. You are greatly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you, you who dwell in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, who says in his heart, Who will bring me down to the ground? Though you mount on high as the eagle, and though your nest is set among the stars, I will bring you down from there, says the Lord. If thieves came to you, if robbers by night, oh, what disaster awaits you! Would they not only steal until they had enough? If grape pickers came to you, would they not leave some gleaning grapes? How a sav will be ransacked, how his treasures, his hidden treasures, are sought out. All the men of your alliance have brought you on your way, even to the border. The men who were at peace with you have deceived you and prevailed against you. Friends who eat your bread lay a snare under you. There is no understanding in him. Will I not on that day, says the Lord, destroy the wise men out of Edom and understanding out of the mountain of Esav? Your mighty men, O Teman, will be dismayed, to the end that every one may be cut off from the mountain of Esav by slaughter. For the violence done to your brother Yaakov, shame will cover you, and you will be cut off forever. On the day that you stood on the other side, in the day that strangers carried away his substance, and foreigners entered into his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem, Even you were like one of them. But do not look down on your brother in the day of his disaster, and do not rejoice over the children of Yehudah in the day of their destruction. Do not speak loudly in the day of distress. Do not enter into the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Do not look down on their affliction in the day of their calamity. Neither seize their wealth on the day of their calamity. Do not stand in the crossroads to cut off those of his who escape. Do not deliver up those of his who remain in the day of distress. For the day of the Lord is near all the nations. As you have done, it will be done to you. Your deeds will return upon your own head. For as you have drunk on my holy mountain, so will all the nations drink continually. Yes, they will drink, swallow down, and will be as though they had not been. But in Mount Zion there will be those who escape, and it will be holy. The house of Yaakov will possess their possessions. The house of Yaakov will be a fire, the house of Yosef a flame, and the house of Esav for stubble. They will burn among them and devour them. There will not be any remaining to the house of Esav, Indeed, the Lord has spoken. Those of the south will possess the mountain of Esav, and those of the lowland the Philistines. They will possess the field of Ephraim and the field of Samaria, and Binyamin will possess Gilad. The captives of this army of the sons of Israel, who are among the Canaanites, will possess even to Tzarephat, and the captives of Jerusalem who are in Svarad will possess the cities of the Negev. Saviors will go up on Mount Zion to judge the mountains of Esav, 
and the kingdom will belong to the Lord. That was Obadiah chapter 1, or the whole book of Obadiah. Our final portion for this week is the Shabbat portion from the Apostles, and it is 1 Corinthians 5, 1 through 13. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and such sexual immorality as is not even named among the Gentiles, that one has his father's wife. And you are arrogant, and did not mourn instead, that he who had done this deed might be removed from among you. For I most certainly, as being absent in body but present in spirit, have already, as though I were present, judged him who has done this thing. In the name of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, when you are gathered together along with my spirit, with the power of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of his flesh, so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Yeshua. Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little chametz leavens the whole lump? Purge out the old chametz, that you may be a new lump, even as you are unleavened. For indeed, Messiah, our Pesach, has been sacrificed in our place. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with the old chametz, neither with the chametz of malice and wickedness, but with the matzah of sincerity and truth. I wrote to you in my letter to have no company with sexual sinners, yet not at all meaning with the sexual sinners of this world, or with the covetous and extortionists, or with idolaters, for then you would have to leave the world. But as it is, I wrote to you not to associate with anyone who is called a brother who is a sexual sinner, or covetous, or an idolater, or a slanderer, or a drunkard, or an extortionist. Do not even eat with such a person. For what do I have to do with also judging those who are outside? Do you not judge those who are within? But those who are outside, God judges. Therefore, put away the wicked person from among yourselves. That was 1 Corinthians chapter 5, and it concludes our readings for this week. Well, we hope that this podcast has been a blessing to you this week as we work our way through the scriptures this year together. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, saying Shabbat Shalom from Jerusalem to all of you. And God willing, you will hear from us again next week.